0: Welcome back to camp. Uh, it is Wednesday, May 11th, and I'm officially 40. Uh, so thank you for all the birthday wishes um, yesterday. That was great, um, everyone. With your your life is half over. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> that that reassuring um, sentiment. Um, but you know what? It hit me uh, first. I gotta find a movie to watch here. God, daytime TV is fucking so weird. Um, I usually don't turn my TV on until like after I've taken my dog out. Um, usually like 4:35 o'clock, but uh got to find a movie here. Um, let's see. Shooter. This Mark Wahlberg movie. This thing is always on TV and I never sit down to watch it and uh, there he is, camo hat backwards in a cabin god yeah i've never seen this movie um all right so yeah we're watching shooter um let's see uh yeah so thank you for all the birthday wishes and so i'm 40 now and you know like the build up to 40 i've kind of been like oh you know like i'm I'm ready for it like i've (laughs) i've been wearing these reversible tommy bahama shirts for the past like five years my closet's filled with them i've been listening to steely dan since i was like twenty years old, so like I feel like I kinda got a head start, but it didn't really hit me until I looked down at the dating app that I'm on and you actually see the four and I was like, Oh, oh, wow, because like you know, the past twenty years of my life have been the age has started with a two or a three and like two and three they have like smooth edges and like they're kind of the same they're not the same they're kind of they have similar features i guess like there's there's curves and like it's very smooth (laughs) rounds very smooth edges that four is like jagged and sharp and like i wonder if that has something to do with why people get so worried about turning 40 is uh No, no, it's not. It's not the gray hairs and the the fact that your biological clock is screaming. It's it's the fact that the four has has like a little harder, harsher edges. Um, But for me, that's just like seeing it. I was like, whoa, you know. I spent you know ten years seeing that nice smooth three, and that four is a little. It's a little more, it's a little more jagged. Uh, and then five is, is most of will be weird too, but maybe that will be like the two to the three, like, cause five has some jagged edges. So maybe I'll be ready for that. And then the six, I mean, now I'm making no sense, but no, that's what it was. It just seeing that four, um, was like, Ooh, Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're this is really official now. So, so I'm 40. Um, and Mark Wahlberg with the ponytail is, is he a good actor? Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't dislike Mark Wahlberg necessarily, but like, I mean, like fear is great. Boogie Nights is great. Um, I'm again, if you listen to this show, I'm just not a departed guy. Um, I'm I'm just, I'm not, uh, I'm not a big Italian job guy. Like, is he, I think he's just, you know what it is? He's just a movie star. Like he, he, he just gets it done. Like he's got the, he's got the movie star charisma. Like he, he fills up a screen. Uh, that's a, that's the thing. But like some of the movies he's come out with in the past, like, I don't even know what, like I was watching that show that he does or did uh, on HBO, I think called wall street. Um, not W a L L W a H. I always, I can never spell his name. Is it W? h-a-l or w-a-h it's it's like it's like it's spelling diarrhea um there's there's where that h goes uh, yeah w-a-h-l wall street um in that show like he has so many things he's doing he's got like a water company he's got wall burgers he produces he acts he like and then the whole show was about like him like taking on more companies to the point where like every movie he's been in since kind of, he was nominated for the Oscar in the departed is just like the most, the, like the least memorable movies. And then like that new one uncharted, like I just see that trailer and it's just like, I don't know. Like what is that movie? Um, I don't know. I, so I, I think it's just, so while I was watching Wahlberg's, I was just like, man, he's, he, he does too much to the point where like, everything starts to kind of suffer a little bit. And then at the end of that show, he was having like breakfast with his youngest son or something. And he was like, you know, what should I, what should, what should I focus on? <laughs> I'm not even going to try to attempt that impression. And the son was kind of like movie star. And I feel like Wahlberg at the end of that was like, yeah, maybe I'm doing too much again. That was just kind of like a theory of mine because it's like, he was great. And then the more famous he got, he was dipping in toe, his toes in so many things things and i just feel like the movies kind of suffered a little bit i don't know i I just haven't really been you know blown away by kind of the movie roles he's taken on um but this movie shooter is on tv all the time and I, i never stopped to watch it and you know now i'm going to and danny glover so danny glover was 41 in lethal weapon when he was saying that he's too old for this shit like i mean come on dude like seriously like but again like that was before the days of like the keto diet (laughs) like vegan and like healthy diets i mean you look at someone like lebron james or like tom brady like it it, like everybody's so blown away that they're able to still keep doing what they're doing at that age but like i'm really not because you look at like like a good diet you can do it, you'd be amazed at what a good diet can do, and like the access that those guys obviously they're really wealthy, but like when you have access to the nutrition that they do and like the training that they do, it's not, I don't know, like it's not that shocking. Um, and so Danny Glover was definitely on that like 80s diet of like cigarettes and fast food. So by the time lethal weapon. Was filmed. It's just like, man, I am too old for this shit. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he looked old in that movie, but he's in Shooter, and it's like, okay, so this has to be like twenty years after Lethal Weapons. (laughs) In this movie, he actually genuinely does look like he's too old to be dealing with whatever Mark Wahlberg is in this movie, which I don't, I don't know. Uh, That's that. Um, So thinking, staying on actors, um, I. I like I haven't really been following the Johnny Depp uh, Amber Heard trial at all um I meant to talk about this last week I, I I haven't been following it mainly because I I lately in like the last two years I just I honestly I can't stand celebrities and I can't stand celebrity culture I mean I, I think I've mentioned that like I'm just like I think that we we're just too obsessed with these fucking people but but I <laughs> so I haven't really been following that trial at all but so, like, why is she, like, I, like who's suing who? <laughs> like, wh- Like, I look at the videos. I see the videos on, like, meme pages, and it seems like the trial is going really well for Johnny Depp because every single video I see him in, he's laughing. <laughs> so, like, clearly he's just, he must be killing it. Um, but I still just don't know why there, it, like, it, I mean, why? who's suing who? And I don't know. Like what is he suing her? Like did she not? Like is he suing her because she doesn't like Hunter S. Thompson? Or, like what? I, I basically like everybody seems to be on Team Johnny and not Team Amber Heard. Okay, she seems like a nightmare for sure. Uh, like the, she just does. I mean, she does. She just looks like a, a fucking nightmare. But then like look at Johnny Depp. <laughs> I mean, like, I think this is just a case of two insane people. Like, like, look at the fucking guy. I mean, seriously, like, is this any shock that, like... I mean, I'm not saying she maybe wasn't awful to begin with, but, like, you know, the guy probably comes home, like, reeking of, like, cigarettes. Like, he probably just did peyote with Alice Cooper or something. Like, uh, I, I mean, this dude, like... Like, like, honestly, like Brandon and I had a meeting one day at Paramount, uh, and, and there was a guy dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> and we were like, Oh, this guy must be like, you, you, you know, just, we were just like, get a load of this guy dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow. And then we looked closer and it was Johnny Tapp. <laughs> like what, just walking, like, again, maybe, I don't know where he must've obviously he must've been filming, but like, you would think that he would be dressed in normal clothes, and then he'd be getting to jack sparrow like, when he got to when he got to, to uh you know the stage or to makeup, up but like no he he was dressed in captain jack sparrow like getting out of like a Tesla, like walking across the parking lot studio parking lot so like this dude is just like like let's like think about who we're talking about here like johnny depp I, I mean like didn't didn't he like like all this guy does is talk about Hunter S. Thompson and Keith Richards and like he probably came home one night and he was just talking about Hunter S. Thompson and she was just like I can't fucking do this anymore like would you shut up about this fucking guy already like <laughs> how many times are you going to talk about Keith Richards or like or did he get pissed at her because she likes Jagger more than Keith Richards like the dude is like beyond eccentric and like, like probably just isn't rooted in any sort of like what, like what is his reality even like? And I'm sure. And, and again, like she seems awful. So it just seems like two energies just, but like, I don't even like, I don't even know who he even is like meant to be with. Like, again, like it seems like he was meant to be with Hunter S Thompson. And then like, you know, when he died, maybe he, it's almost like he became Honor S Thompson and I, I I don't know like I, I I don't know any way that a relationship with those two people, but of course it's going to end. Of course it's going to lead to this. Like it's just so I'm just like not that interested in it. But I am enjoying the videos of it because um, it just seems really funny. Uh, but I I for the life like this is on, this is the only way this could possibly go like she shit in his bed. Like, yeah, because he probably like, uh, again, he was probably like hammered. Like, how do we know he didn't like piss in her fucking like sock drawer? Like, that's the thing. Like, I just, like, I don't really, I'm on team. I don't care, but I'm also on team. Like, of course this is, this is how this, this, this happened. And, and again, like maybe she was already awful and he's a, just a fucking, nut bag and he, he, you know, this is just how it goes or, or she wasn't. And, you know, he made her, he kind of was driving her crazy. I don't know. Um, I don't, I, again, I don't, I don't know. I just like, I, I haven't been following it that closely because celebrity, uh, celebrity culture just really doesn't interest me in any way. Like they're personalized. I just, I just don't really care. Um, But like literally every video I see he's he's him and his lawyer laughing so I guess he's just like winning in a landslide is that's what it seems like um but um yeah I mean the guy he just she's probably just like I can't listen to you talk about Hunter S. Thompson anymore (laughs) like I can't do it do you is there anything else you want to talk about other than Hunter S. Thompson and Keith Richards like there's got to be something else they're just, like, there has to be, um, Oh great. Edgar Allen poked. Sweet. Like how much <laughs> Great. Oh my God. Um, so I got a camp good boy. It's not, so I, I didn't have a, I don't think I had a wreck of the week last week and I don't know that I have a wreck of the week this week, but so there's that show, the offer. I think I mentioned it two weeks ago. Uh, it's this show on Paramount plus, um, and it's about like how the Godfather got made. So it's, it follows the mafia, uh, the, this legendary studio exec dash producer, Robert Evans, who was running Paramount at the time and the producer of the Godfather, this guy, Albert Ruddy. And so I started watching it and like, it's, it's good. Uh, but it should be better. Like it's, I'm trying to think what I can kind of compare it to. Like w- what it has going for it is that it's about how The Godfather got made. So like it, it has that. So it really doesn't have to get into any sort of like deep sort of character. It it, it can afford to be kind of paper thin, uh, and it and it is. But like, like that's the thing. Like because it's about the making of the Godfather, you you can kind of rest on that. But with that, it's very. There's not a ton of stakes, <laughs> like it, it's it's pretty like it's pretty light, um, but there's a but it so but it so it's watchable because I mean I'm usually a sucker for kind of like Hollywood stuff and how things got made, but like I can't help but think that it would have been a better documentary because like look here, so Miles Teller is in it and I, I don't dislike Miles Teller like I, Whiplash is great um, and maybe <laughs> I guess that's kind of it like I think he's. I, like I think he's talented, um, I f- I think he's talented, but I don't know. He's just got this broy, he's just got this broy vibe to him, and he plays this. And so like him with these like turtleneck, these tight turtleneck sweaters he wears, which are supposed to be you know, make him seem like he's, we're in the, we're it's supposed to remind us that we're in the seventies. Like they're really tight. So all I can see is Miles Teller, like club or club bro. And not Miles Teller, like the producer of the best movie that's ever been made, according to, you know, so many people. So it's kind of hard to like, and there's like, and there's just like a cheapness to it. I I, like, I can't, I kind of can't put my finger on it, but I I also can't stop watching it. It's almost, it's kind of like that movie crash, which is like kind of the worst movie ever, but like yet every time it's on or every time, like I see it on a streaming platform, I'm just kind of like, I'm going to watch this. Like there's just a, there's a quality to it that I can't like look away. Um, so I, yeah, it's weird, but, but so I don't know if it's a wreck either the way. It's an offer you can refuse. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it, you can, don't, uh, don't feel obligated to watch it. Cause it's just, I, I don't know there, there's, um, and if you do watch it, uh, don't spoil it because I, um, or if you have seen it, but don't spoil it for me because I want to see if the Godfather actually gets made, <laughs> uh, and how it is received. So, um, but also uh, one thing I did, I did want to kind of rant on is, is so the mafia plays a big part I the, I didn't really know this I think I kind of knew it but apparently the mafia just wanted no part of the Godfather of Godfather getting made because they they didn't want they were afraid it was going to make them look bad and like they were fighting they were all like worried like the nwa like you know black people have the NAACP, and um i think like jewish people had i forget who they had kind of looking out for them and like no one was really looking out for the italians and it's just like shut the fuck up mafia like i'm sorry like the mafia we we let them off the hook too too easily like they're fucking ridiculous like the mo- like, well, Really, the mafia? You don't want the you don't want the the Godfather to come out because it's gonna make you look bad. Like, maybe stop murdering people that you don't like. Like, like instead of firing someone or demoting someone, maybe stop murdering them. How about that? Like, literally, like Albert Anastasia gets murdered in a fu- like gruesomely in a barber shop. I'm supposed to believe that was the barber? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? Like, you guys are savages. Uh, like, like <laughs> seriously. Like, okay, maybe you want to keep it, like, secret, but you're not doing a very good job keeping it secret. Like, you you murder, like, anybody that, that literally, like, someone cuts you off on the street, you fucking murder them. Like, so like, what? You're mad about some movie that's going to make you look bad? Like, like shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, so in this, I, like, I can't take that's kind of maybe part of it. Like I can't take the mafia part of the, the, the show seriously. I also can't take Giovanni Ribisi as a uh, Joe Colombo seriously. Like I don't dislike Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, it, it's just him as a, as a gangster is just, the casting is just very weird. Uh, and like the guy that plays Brando and the guy that plays Pacino, it's just very, like I I didn't think I'd ever see the day where an actor actually plays Marlon Brando and it's pretty shitty uh it's just pretty I'd rather watch John Belushi do an impression of Marlon Brando like I've seen better Brando impressions but see that's the problem is like they're not really acting like the people so I was having this conversation with uh, my mom I think this past weekend and like there's one like so like when when Joaquin Phoenix played Johnny Cash like he did just enough of a Johnny Cash impression so you're kind of like oh this is Johnny Cash but he wasn't going overboard you know see like then, but on the flip side Jamie Fox did his, I mean he was basically he basically was Ray Charles and it was great I, I guess you know what it is Jamie Fox is really talented at the actors that are playing the characters in the in the in the uh, the off or aren't. You know, eh? They're 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 not you know Jimmy Fox. Um, but I, I think sometimes when you do too close of an impression, it can sort of—it's almost like you don't feel like you're watching it. Like, an actor, it's like too like that's why I think Joaquin Phoenix is so good in walk the line because he's not hamming it up so much. He's just kind of taking on sort of you know what Johnny Cash was was dealing with, and you know he does just enough of an impression that I think that's what makes it work in in the the offer. While the guy that plays Robert Evans is good, the guy that plays Al Pacino is just. it's like he's trying to do an Al Pacino impression, but not the hoo-ha Pacino. He's trying to do like the soft, like the soft early 70s Pacino before like, I don't know. He got like gravel voiced. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't really, like he, uh, he was in, uh, he was very soft-spoken until uh, "Son of a Woman. And then it was just like, I guess I'm just gravel voiced now. Um, So this guy's doing like the soft-spoken Al Pacino and it's just, Ah, I don't know, and the guy is doing like eccentric Brando, and I don't know. You guys watch it if you want. I wouldn't call it the Camp Goodbye wreck of the week. Um, I also wouldn't call it the Shooter the wreck of the week, but. But, but yeah, but going back to the mafia, just like, I can't take them seriously saying, you know, and also nobody's like, like no Italian justice league or whatever it is. Like they're looking for like an NAACP type company to look out for Italians. It's like, yeah, no one wants to be affiliated with you because you're fucking psychopaths. Like it's, it's insane to me. Um, I, I, I can't, I it's like shut up mafia. Uh, just like now I probably have to go into hiding. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, and, and like, you know, the guy's trying to get this movie made. This guy, Albert Ruddy, who Miles Teller plays. And like, he's going out to get, uh, he's going out to get like coffee for his wife. And like this fucking dipshit in a leather jacket comes up. It's just like, Hey, why don't you rub up Ruddy? Right? Yeah. Hey, why don't you come with us? It's like, Oh, I'm going to get my wife coffee. No, you're not. And he pulls it a gun. It's like, fuck that, that, off. Like, I, I, just, I can't i just i can't I, i'm watching it and i'm just like man like look i love the sopranos i love goodfellas but i mean god it, like oh man the mob like there's psych- like being i can't even imagine i can't imagine anything worse than being like wrapped up in the mob somehow mainly because they're psychopaths and they're gonna murder they might murder you or just like these guys are so fucking stupid like like I, I just i can't even and you know what there is actually kind of a funny way that miles teller sort of like pulls a fast one on them and you're you're kind of like oh that was a kind of a kind of a cool move but like man like what a nightmare that must be like being indebted to the mob or like getting involved with the mob in some way like an absolute nightmare um and uh yeah i'm just gonna like walk, walk my dog and like some guys gonna be like, "Yeah, you're camp good boy, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. You come with us." And I'm just taking my dog with her for a walk. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, um, God, the mafia. They uh, they like having it their way. <laughs> um, let's see, what we got here. Um, oh man, I I gotta say. So I back to kind of dating. I I saw, man, I saw one of like the greatest. I heard one of the greatest things recently about dating apps and let me try to find the picture. Um, where is it? Um, okay. Oh yeah, here it is. I heard this. A dating app is like black Friday shopping. You might find a really good deal, but you'll usually end up with something you don't really need. That is like, that is the greatest where, shout out to whoever came up with that. That's the greatest take on online dating I've ever fucking heard. Because honestly, that's how I sometimes when I'm thinking about like if I want a relationship, and, and I I do. Like I definitely would like to get married one day. But I've been I've really been on just a an online dating tear really since like 2013. And like, I do consistently find myself like, and look, there's, there, there, there's, there's girls out there that I could have dated for sure. Like for sure. I've met a lot of great people on there, but I got to say like the majority of the time and, and, it, and it does actually alter my, my views on on getting into a relationship because I do find from a dating app that like even girls that I really got along with after a while, it's just like, this is great. I just don't need this. And then I start to think that I don't need a relationship and I don't need a relationship. You know, I have, I have a lot of great things in my life. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, just enjoy the things that you have. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily need another thing, but it's, it's all about kind of meeting that person where, you know, you, you meet, and it's just like any of the other gr- things in your life that you just love having. It's like, I need this person in my life. It's more like that's kind of how I'm approaching it because when I saw that quote, I was like floored. I was like, it, it, and, and I'm not trying to talk badly about any of the people I've met. I've met a lot of great people on those apps. But that that really is what it feels like. You're just like, oh, this is, this is great and this totally could lead to something. But like, I just don't, need this. And, and again, like I'm not, you can definitely meet somebody on a dating app. I'm not, I'm not like saying you can't, I know people who have, and like, I'm all, I'm totally open to it, but I'm just like, when I saw that it really sums up like how, like I'd say the majority of, of online dating experiences are as opposed to the one, like, I don't know what the percentage is. I do think there. it's, it, it gets higher maybe by the year, but like, that quote was because i've i've thought about that a lot i'm just like man like i just i don't know that i really need this and uh, you, you know and you don't really you don't really need anything except for you know food and water <laughs> But like um no I, I take that back there's a lot of things you need but uh but it, it man when i saw that i was just, like that is the like shout out to whoever came up with that because that it's like it's, it's one of the most exceptionally well-put ways, uh, takes on about online dating that I've ever heard. It was, it was, it really was good. Um, but again, you know, shout out if you met your significant other on a dating app, shout out, cause I know that it can work, but that quote just really kind of stood out to me. Um, so yeah, got a lot of feedback on the, uh, on the, uh, that kitten Dottie. So shout out to my, uh, some of my cousins and my uncle, peter uh man i again like i i did some digging uh, did some research and like this is a big online debate and i was just i've i've spent as much time as i spent on the internet that one just missed me i I don't know how i missed it um and i stand by how i stand by um what i stand by my take because you know uh, if Dottie dropped it on purpose then why was she telling her pitcher to fucking throw high heat like I, I don't get it. Like here, throw high heat. She can't hit it. And then like in that moment, like in like a split second, she's like, Oh no, actually I don't want to win this. It's just like a weird one eighty. but like, but again, if people, if you think she dropped on a purpose, she dropped on purpose. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to turn this into crossfire. Uh, <laughs> like take, keep your, have your opinion and, uh, and, and run with it. But uh, yeah, I, that, that online debate just, completely it just missed me i i I did not see that one at all in in any corner of the internet that i was ever on um so yeah uh what else is going on um oh so i got a pair of uh you know for a while like i i I can't remember what year like the white you know like the white sold dress shoes um it's like, you know, like a pair, of, like, like, so it's just like, take like a, like a brown loafer, but then there's like a white sole. I, and I guess it's kind of like, it's like a good shoe. It, it, it was like a great, whoever came up with it was a good idea. Like you're trying to, uh, cause sometimes dress shoes can be uncomfortable and sometimes it's just like, you don't necessarily need to be like that fancy so like let's throw a white sole and it can kind of just like bring it down a little bit it can like just bring it down <laughs> just make it a little more casual uh and a little more comfortable and and so i got a pair i got a pair of go figure tommy bahama ones because i kind of wanted to get on this uh see what this see what this white shoe hype was all about what are you doing molly and like look if they work for you that's great They just don't work for me. Uh, Like, I've tried them with literally... I've tried them with jeans. I've tried them with dark blue jeans. I've tried them with light blue jeans. I've tried them with uh, these kind of, like, golf pants that I have. I tried them with these white linen pants that I have. Nothing. Like, I literally, every single time I put them on, I feel like I'm going to host, like sports center or something like I literally or like I'm going to the fucking Espies. like I they just if you have them and you can pull them off more power to you I just can't pull them off and I'm boned because like they they look comfortable but like they just, they're just not, they're just not, <laughs> they're not hitting with, like, what I'm trying to go for, unfortunately. Um, so I had to get a pair of, you know, just kind of regular loafers with, like, brown loafers, but with, like, black soles. And it's just, that's just more my my style. Um, but I think that's the thing is that I would always see, like like they're like sports like the white souls like look good on like sports casters like guys like um guys on like Monday Night Football when they step outside from the desk like they got the suit and they got like the white soul dress shoes like some like I think maybe athletes can pull it off um they just they don't they're not what uh it's just not what the rock is cooking I'm not in my fucking in my wardrobe sadly but um i uh, i had to try you know you gotta try you you gotta try um you gotta try but yeah no but you know what they are comfortable so like from that standpoint it's like man these things are comfortable so i mean if you any of you want them i'll send them to you um i um i was pissed though I, i was pissed um Cause they are uh, they 're comfortable, man, I had a fucking oh, so you know what i got to say going back to uh, going back to dating for a second it 's funny i so when I did that uh, I guess you want to call it like what the, the podcast I did when I kind of told everybody that Brandon had passed away um, I got a, uh, I got a message from somebody who i, I didn 't talk to who i hadn 't really talked to or heard from in a while a lot of kind of kind of a lot of people uh, came out of the woodwork commenting on that how much they enjoyed it but somebody mentioned that it it displayed that like the emotional intelligence that I displayed on that episode was like they couldn't believe it and I was like... First of all, I was very you know appreciative of that compliment. But I was like, oh, so that's what emotional intelligence is. Because I never knew what it was. But I saw it on like 90% of every fucking dating profile <laughs> that I've been on. And they're all like looking for a guy with emotional intelligence. And I'm just like, what is emotional intelligence? Like, like, uh, like I never knew... And I guess it just means like your... I still don't really know what it means. Like I get, it's like there's something so vague about it. Like, like being in touch with your emotions. Like, oh, okay. Like that's. But you just say that. (laughs) Like, I. I, It's emotional intelligence. Like, like you're smart about your emotions i mean maybe that's what it is i just i never there's something so vague about it um i never knew what it meant but it always got it always got looped in with like i love to laugh uh i love to work hard and play even harder uh I, i emotional intelligence and i just i never knew what it meant it was like just one of those key cliche dating app words um and so I guess I have emotional intelligence. Uh, that was, um, that was all these things I'm learning about myself. Um, but yeah, I just, I never knew what it meant. And, uh, oh, there's Michael Pena, but yeah, emotional intelligence. Uh, it's <laughs> I just, I never knew, I never knew what it meant. Um, uh, I just, I, I never did. Uh, Oh God, fish. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, look, okay. COVID like we need to start like accepting that COVID is going to be like every other virus that has ever existed throughout the history of like human existence. Like if you're, if you are like still, you know, worried about COVID fine. Like be worried whatever you want to still wear your mask i get it like I, I i'll have no problem if they want to keep a mask if they bring mask mandates back on like doctor's offices hospitals airplanes whatever like i like fine but like okay so fish uh the band rescheduled their shows uh, from New Year's Eve, because that, well, you know, there was a huge, a ton of COVID cases around the holidays. Big fucking surprise, especially this year when, when we were back at like, you know, office parties and things were open more than they were in twenty twenty going into twenty twenty one. So shocker that that the cases were were high. So, this, but but anyway, so Fish rescheduled their New Year's Eve shows at, at Madison Square Garden for like two or three weeks ago, and like just COVID just ravaged msg and like the fish community and it's like yeah because it's still there and it's still going to be there like i just we we can't keep doing the rescheduling uh, like I, again if you if you still want to take it seriously that that's fine uh, and, I, and i and i get it you know if you have if you have um underlying issues i like i i i get it and i don't want the, i don't want this to be like covid rant but like Man, like, and I, and I know it's still a new thing. And with anything new, it just takes some time to kind of get used to it. But like, we, 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 just, we just need to realize, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, um, that I, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to deal with their COVID. I'm just saying like, the quicker that we accept that this thing is always going to probably be here. I think the quicker we'll be able to, I don't even know what will happen the quicker we do that, but I just think we need to start accepting that it's always going to be here. And so when I, you know, when you see it on a news headline, it's just kind of like, Oh, there, there's going to be a spike. Let's get ready for a spike in the winter and fall. It's like, no, no shit. Like, (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. Like it's called flu season. Like, uh, I mean, come on, come on, like, come on. (laughs) Like, we just like, I, again, I hate that I'm even ranting about this and uh, you know um, but yeah, we, we just, we like, we just need to accept that it's not going away and people who are still like really playing it safe. Like, look, you have every right to do that, but you, you, got, you gotta, you gotta get out there a little bit, but, but the, but the concert thing was just proof that it's like you can reschedule shit all you want, but like, you put a bunch of you put however many people go to the fish concert at msg which by the way usually they sell out that's a lot of fucking people in a big enclosed space sharing joints sharing drinks high-fiving after fucking a fluff head opener (laughs) like it's it's gonna spread and you, you know i don't know you just that was proof that like you can sit here you can reschedule things till you're blue in the face and sadly if you're just going to do that you might as well just just stop having concerts then and that certainly isn't an option um so yeah i i, I just kind of needed to get that off my chest like we just need to accept that this thing's here to stay like the flu like colds like strep throat like sore throats like like everything uh, you know like shingles like to, it, it's it ain't going away and let's just uh oh man dude that would suck being in a car that's sinking in the water (laughs) that is a nightmare um so yeah that was just that was my that was my COVID rant for the day um and uh let's get into some shout outs huh let's bring it back huh Here we go let's do this let's do this all right. I'm not even going to try to do what Brandon would do during shout-out hour, because that was just... Maybe I'll, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed this. <laughs> All, right. Go. All right. Let's do this. Let's get some shout-outs. All Um Fuck. Maybe I should like copy and paste. That's what that was, was that was suggested to me uh, by a listener. Very special listener saying maybe I should copy and paste Brandon's uh, thing, shout out hour thing that he did. But we'll see. We'll play around with some stuff. Um, but anyway, shout out to these to you guys, uh, all the listeners, and all the feedback of people that are happy that the show's back. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's do this. Uh, Shay, shout out Todd Philip Van Dale. Shout out. Shout out uh, Ben. Er, not Ben. B Swartzen. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Vito1. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Mike Bruce. Shout out. <laughs> Man, I do miss uh, having Brandon on this because <laughs> like, there was one time where I was dot fucking laughing my ass off because of the, especially when we would do it with Nick Scott because I would say shout out. He would say shout out. And Nick would say shout out. So, uh, um, hey, shout out. So back to it. Shout out Jimmy Guards. Shout out. Uh, shout out Patino210. Shout out. Hey, shout out Jay Palmer, <laughs> OSU. Shout out. Uh, shout out Moonshine Preacher. Shout out. Uh, shout out John R. Turner. Shout out. And last one. Shout out C-D- C-D- CDC. Shout out. Uh, shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting. I used to say thanks for supporting the page, and there's that, but thanks for supporting this show um i know everybody there's been a lot of people that have reached out about it but um those guys you guys uh you guys earned your your first shout out on the new uh, on the new format so thanks for um thanks for listening thanks for supporting and uh, i really really appreciate it and um let's see wow dunkin donuts now has a tomato pesto sandwich that fucking wow I guess it really isn't just just donuts anymore. Um, (laughs) Um, Is that it? What do I want to talk about? Oh God, man! I saw so tremors at the uh, tremors at the New Beverly. Oh my God, I saw. So that's kind of what inspired me to make that meme last night. I saw tremors at the New Beverly, and my God, that movie! You know, and this is I'm just gonna like fuck it. I don't care if you guys if you guys get tired of me talking about the New Beverly. I don't really care. Seeing that movie in particular on the big screen like i never like that's always a movie that's on tv and like or any time i watch that movie it's always like a late at night you know you've seen it it's just there's something like comforting about it uh i like I, but like the the best part about seeing a movie on the big screen especially at a theater where you know phones are are outlawed, like phones phones are like illegal there talking is, is like just no one talks no one brings up their phone so you're just you're really able to just like really uh, take a movie in and, and uh like i never even realized like kevin bacon's arc and that is oh. like that like and it's simple it's not a big arc um it's not like michael Corleone <laughs> it's like it is that he never has a plan and like like i remember i would always hear it referenced but i never actually like took it in that like that's like his arc like you know he, he just he never kind of thinks ahead he never has a plan and like seeing the movie on the big screen like you feel things like that more that like you just never kind of noticed when you're like watching it on your couch just like hung over at least at least for me like I just never picked up on it but man that show is so good and like those guys like it makes like their life seems so appealing and it kind of like they're these kind of two like down on their luck like, I don't even know like what they are I guess they're they're kind of like handyman but for some reason they make like sleeping in the back of your pickup and like just like waking up and having like bologna and beans (laughs) for breakfast on like a on like whatever skillet they they're cooking and like coffee and just like immediately like lighting up a cigarette and going and like wrapping barbed wire (laughs) around a fence like i don't know what their job is but there's something so like peaceful about it. And again, like, the strangest way. Um, I don't, like, I don't even know what they do. And then, and it's so funny, those two, uh, Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, like, I, I, I love how they complain about where they are in life and how there's like, there's not a lot of work, it's like, dude, you you, like, you live in a town that's population eight. <laughs> like, how much fucking, how much work is there? Uh, <laughs> like, I just, it's so funny that that movie's so great. Uh, and you know what? I looked that up on Rotten Tomatoes, and when you watch it, you're like, man, this movie's kind of corny. But like, fuck that's in the 80s on rotten tomatoes like there we go uh, but like eight, even i mean even i'd say the 80s are even like a little high but i'll, I'll gladly accept it um it, it is so good it's so so good and tomorrow night i am seeing uh um friday the 13th part 4 like i said that's my yes movie last week and double feature will is that and uh freddy's dead the final nightmare which is just a another just doozy of a double feature i would go see it on friday the 13th because they're playing it then as well uh i mean it, it pains me that i can't do that but i just have a lot of people coming in this coming in this weekend um for an event i'm doing on sunday and so, yeah, I'm just going to be busy. But I mean, God, it, it kind of it does break my heart a little bit that I can't see Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, which is probably my second favorite Friday the Thirteenth. That I actually can't see that at that theater on Friday the Thirteenth. But you know what? The 12th is just going to have to do. Um, because uh, did Jason know that it was Friday the 13th? <laughs> like, because uh, <laughs> because I can't like tell. Did every movie take place on Friday? the 13th i can't do they ever get into that um i'm sure he killed some people on like you know friday the you know the 6th there had (laughs) that guy didn't have a fucking calendar in his cabin um uh but i can't wait to see that uh movie tomorrow night it's gonna be great uh i think that's it let's put the fire out here i think that was um We tackled some really important topics today. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for continuing to listen. And uh, I will uh, talk to you guys next week. And, uh, yeah, talk to you guys next week. Take care. Bye.